Hi, I'm Heather. I'm Haley. And we're the Whodunit Sisters, a Kansas City true crime podcast. This episode is on the unsolved murder of Daryl Prelliman. And Daryl's case was suggested to us by a subscriber. So thank you very much. I've looked into this case through the week, and Haley doesn't know anything about it. So this is kind of exciting that that I'll be, you know, sharing what I have learned about Daryl with Haley and with you guys, too, unless you are familiar with this case. So that's why my expressions may be like, hmm? So Daryl was a freelance pilot, and on April 6, 1980, he had an appointment to meet a man named Pete Peterson, which I am assuming is a fake name, or his parents didn't love, love him because... Like William Williamson. Right. Although... Sammy Sampson? Mom... Lily Lillison. Mom was going... If you were a boy, Mom was going to name you Pierce Pearson. That's bullcrap. <laughs> so, Daryl met this man, Pete, at a bar at the Holiday Inn next to the airport, KCI. And they met at 7.30 and... In the morning? At night. Okay. Okay. So, they met at 7.30 at night... And Pete had told Daryl that he had wanted to hire him to fly parts to oil fields in Oklahoma. Right. Yes. And they ended up leaving the bar together. Later, Pete comes back to the bar, but he's wearing different clothes. By himself? He comes back to the bar by himself? By himself, without Daryl. He Mm -hmm. comes back to the bar. How long after? I know the appointment was at 7.30. It didn't say when they left. It just said Daryl, they said they left. Mm-hmm. And at 9 o'clock, Pete had come back to, had, came back to the bar in different clothes. So, I mean, I, I, I would imagine it would have been pretty quick after the 7.30, maybe. Two days later, Daryl's truck is found parked in the long-term parking at the airport. And the passenger side floor is covered in blood. A month later, on May 4th, 1980, three miles away from the airport, a woman is riding a horse. And in the field, she finds a a dead body and calls the police. The police are able to discover that the body had been drugged from the road to the field. The body was laying on its back. There were multiple gunshot wounds. And by dental records, they ID'd the body as Daryl. Now, according to police, Daryl was going through a highly contested divorce with his wife, Belinda, and they were fighting over custody of their two teenage children, Scott and Marcia. And Belinda and her mom, Mally Salida, had been uh, sending death threats to Daryl. And after his murder, Belinda and her two kids and her parents, Marie and Mally Salida, moved to Arizona. And that is the case. And it's an open case since 1980. Okay, so it was not going where I thought it was going. So obviously she hired the guy. I would, yeah, I mean... I was thinking at first, like, oh, this guy was hiring to haul drugs. And then I was thinking, because, well, why the heck would he kill him that quick? Then he just killed him for his plane. 
Right? And then I'm like, oh, no. His wife. He was hired. Um, I, I do know that the body, there was no attempt to bury it. So, I mean, he was literally just drug and dumped. And he had some traveler's checks on him, and they, they were on him. So, I mean, he was not robbed. I mean, it's clearly. But I have to tell you, so looking into the Salida family, it was really hard because there's not a lot of information on this case. There was only one article about Daryl's death, and that was after his body was identified. But there's nothing about the divorce. I had to really dig hard um, looking for the name of, you know, his wife, and the kids, because I, I mean, once you say that the, the wife and the mother-in-law are possibly, well, according to the police, they, they were making death threats and they were pretty much saying they were involved, you know, it's like, well, why let's, we need as much information as we can, because right. these are people who might know them and maybe they've heard conversations Something, right. like, yeah, I like, I, I killed my ex-husband. But my makes sense now. Oh, wait, that's yeah, why, a pilot, yeah. right? So that's why I think it's really important for everyone to know this stuff. And I want to tell you what I have found about Belinda's cousin Ronnie Salida. So in 1986, so this is six years later. Mm -hmm. In 1986, Ronnie shot and killed his ex-girlfriend, her son. And then wounded the ex-girlfriend's fiancé. Okay, so he, he survived. But the fiancé had a 14-year-old son who barricaded himself into the in the bedroom. And then when Ronnie was, like, coming at him, just fired blindly through the door and shot and killed Ronnie. Mm. But the article went on to say that Ronnie is a suspect in... In 1983, so if three years earlier, his sister-in-law and a man named Douglas Dollison were murdered in Branson, and he is a suspect in their murder. So he's a hitman. Sounds like it. And the <clears throat> same man, Don, the man that he killed, Douglas Dollison, his brother-in-law went missing. His name is Larry Woods, and he's a missing person. He is a suspect in his disappearance. So I found... Well, that's kind of sad that this guy's dead, though, even though it was... Good right, to, you know. right, because obviously that doesn't help solve the uns these other mysteries. But I just thought, oh, well, then... So did know. they ever look into the ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife or wife or whatever of... Well, I thought they had... They must have suspected her enough that mm -hmm. the police are the ones who say, even on their cold case website... The information I said, which was they were in a highly contested divorce. She had been giving him death threats. So it, it to me, I mean, for them to actually put that on the website, it sounds like they were suspecting um, Belinda and her, and possibly her mom, Mally. I wonder if, if they ever looked about um, looked into payment. Like I know, right? I and I don't have, I don't know. But I just want to, I want to add one more thing, which is, I don't know why, but I, I happened to find out that Ronnie was married, was married in the 70s. And in 1978, his wife died. And so I looked up, like, newspaper articles. 1978, Ronnie's 20-year-old wife was found dead in a car... Um, in a canyon 150 feet below a bridge. 
and investigators originally thought that her injuries to her head were worse than what would have happened in a wreck, and they thought that maybe she had been murdered, put in the car, and the car was pushed down into the canyon. But a week later, they went ahead and said that they believed that she died from a, like, a one-car wreck. So, you know, like, she she wrecked. But I'm only bringing that up because it just sounds suspicious. suspicious. So have they found um, Pete Peterson? No, Pete Peterson has never been found. And I think he said um, when he went missing... How soon was he found? What kind of was the... It was one month. He was found on May 4th, and he went missing on April 6th. And was there missing persons? It said that the missing persons detectives are the ones who found the truck two days later. Okay, so, so they did report him missing. Somebody did, but that's again, when they said that he met this Pete Peterson at the bar for a possible job to, to fly parts, obviously... They, someone told the police that information, but I don't know who. Like, was it a, a girlfriend or a family member? I have no idea. And obviously someone saw Pete come back to the bar and, oh, yeah, this guy came back, but he's wearing different clothes, but I don't know. I wonder why he'd come back to the same bar. Right. I mean, why would you come back wearing different clothes? That's not suspicious at all. Pete Peterson not only has a weird name, but, you know, he's... I wonder if he came back as Pete Peterson. And I'm nobody going to go commit a murder, and I'm going to show right back up where I met that person, but we're something different. So, yes, I would assume that Pete Peterson could possibly be Ronnie Salida, and um, for them to to dump his truck and then come back, you know, there's possible that it could have been in, you know somebody he knew also. So, I mean, I, I'm certainly hoping that there are enough people out there. Or these teenage kids. I mean, I always I wonder if Scott and Marsha, did they ever hear any whispers, you know, mm -hmm. between grandma and mom about wanting to kill dad? Mm -hmm. um, so I know Belinda's dead and her parents are dead, but Scott is either living in Colorado or Kansas. And I don't Scott know. Scott the son, right? Scott the son. Scott Perlman. Uh, and Marsha is married, and but I don't know where she is, but I'm not trying to be all digging into people who are alive. But, I mean, their dad was murdered, and right. I would think that, you know, if they'd know anything, I'd hope that they would speak up, or the Salida family, or anybody, any of his uh, known associates. So thank you. If anyone else has any cases they would like for us to do, I'd love to have your ideas or suggestions. Um, and if you like this episode, please hit the like button and hit subscribe so you can... Get more updates on our cases. And share. And share. Please do share because these are our open cases and we do want to have, you know, get justice to their families. Was... And I, I am kind of, um, we almost got 100 subscribers in a month. Right. Thank you, guys. It, a lot of it was brought brought in, people were brought in from the, the Carrie Blewett case. Right. So, anyway, thank you very much for watching. Thanks. Bye.